There was an idea called the Studio 232 Initiative to bring together a group of ridiculous people to become something more. To see if they could work together when we needed them to. To entertain like no one else could. You ever see the Avengers? Absolutely. Nope. No spoilers. Okay. Everybody dies. Everybody, Everybody dies. No. It was avenging. Is there? Is there actually? I not really. Yeah, all right. This guy can control all of reality. How about I punch him? I'm gonna bash some freedom on your skull, Thanos. Hey, what's up, Internet? I'm Frank from Studio Two Three Two, and joining me as usual is I am Polo. And I am Schmitty. What's up, guys? Oh, another fun, fantastic week! That's not true. you're exaggerating a lot? You're just lying. You're lying to these Uh, fine folks who are listening to this podcast right now. (laughs) Okay. Maybe. Uh, (laughs) Something did happen this week. I want to talk about a game. A game that I know me and you both love, Frank. But oh. <laughs> we really, we rarely ever talk about on the podcast. I don't think we've even mentioned it. We maybe once in passing, but we've never really talked about it. It's not Deadly Premonition, is it? <laughs> De- no, not Deadly Premonition. <laughs> okay, no. good, because you're a no. damn liar if you say we both no. love the game. <laughs> this is something <laughs> that actually happened that and is relevant now. So that's why I'm bringing Let it up. Let me guess. Uh, Assassin's Creed or Fallout or Animal Crossing? <laughs> no, no, and no. Surprisingly, it of is none not. of them we've up. Talked about those at length. <laughs> we have. This is something that we've definitely rarely talked about. We talked about it a lot more back in the day, before the <laughs> podcast, before all of this, when we were just typing in text messages when we had to write, press the same button three times to get one letter, and we'd write about this video game. Oh, this is an old one, huh? Yeah, Phoenix Wright. Oh, yeah. yeah. It just came out on PlayStation. I had no idea it was coming oh, yeah. out yeah, remastered. whatsoever. Yep. Yeah, the remastered trilogy of the, the Ace Attorney trilogy, which is weird to call it that considering, you know, the rest of the series is called Ace Attorney <laughs> that don't include Phoenix Wright. Mm-hmm. But you only get the three games with Phoenix Wright. Right. You know, the good ones. Yeah. So... So, yeah, it just came out. I had no idea. I saw it the day before it popped up. I saw, like, an ad on PlayStation. They fucking got me with the fucking ad. Uh, it was like, Phoenix Wright's appearing. I'm like, the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> yep. Phoenix what now? <laughs> right in the who what's? So, yeah, I picked up Phoenix Wright, 30 bucks for three games. I'm like, that's, that's not bad. I'll take nope. it. Definitely not. It's interesting because... It's the exact same game. You can literally <laughs> look up the old walkthroughs on GameFAQs to find this shit. The ones that were just written out text, not a video. Now, I know I'm dating myself here, but you can go look up those old ones and they'll tell you step by step how to do it, which sadly I've had to do a few times because it's Phoenix Wright. And some the first case, it still feels like, oh man, I am so smart and I know exactly what's going on this whole time. <laughs> bam, 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 I got you. You get to case number two and you start getting questions that are like, he broke the thing or the thing is broken. And you're like, well, they're both right. <laughs> yeah. It, um, sometimes they just didn't make any sense. You needed to be no. like Sherlock Holmes to decipher what they actually wanted you to pick here. I'm like, mm-hmm. I remember vividly just sitting there like, all right, I got to present evidence. 
I don't know what it is. So yeah. I just would hit every single one, and it's like, nope, 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 nope. Okay, great. Reload my save. This one, this one, that one. <laughs> it was no yeah. every time. And I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck? And then it'd be like, oh, you actually had to present this person's picture. And you're like, why, why would I have known that? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly, like, why you keep the walkthrough open for it. Yeah. Like, yeah, some of it you can solve, and you feel brilliant when you solve it, and then other times you're like, I'm just going to lose now, and I have to go back to the beginning of the fucking chapter because it doesn't <laughs> let me save midway through. It doesn't? No. Oh, that's bullshit. You, you only get to save at the end of, like, the trial or, like, the I'm searching for clues section. See, because you can save in the DS versions whenever you wanted. So I would just save before yeah. making certain decisions and be like, eh? And they're like, no. And I'd be like, reload. <laughs> maybe maybe that's maybe that's coming because I'm only in the first game, which was a Game Boy Advance game. <laughs> no, you could, that's you how, could do it. Any anyone in the on the DS. No, I remember losing I remember losing an entire section in the old ones on a Game Boy Advance one. Just I because don't know why. You didn't I saved. <laughs> yeah, it made me go all the way back to the beginning of a trial. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, really? man, if you just hit start, you could save it. <laughs> yeah, no, I tried to do that yesterday and it was like, nope. And I'm like, hmm. fuck. That's I'm, I'm glad I tried it early on in the trial so I didn't yeah. lose everything. Yeah, but it was still like it was really annoying. <laughs> so I'm playing through it, and it's interesting because they redrew everything. They're no longer pixels. Yeah, it looks pretty nice. Which is what makes it weirder because when you pre-ordered the game, you got a PlayStation theme, and the PlayStation theme is all the characters in more chibi pixelated versions of themselves. And I'm <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's just like, making a joke like oh remember when they were all pixels so could be it it's interesting because it's all redrawn it all looks like an anime now and but the characters make the same moves that you remember from the old games Mm -hmm. and the exact same facial expressions just not as pixels anymore but they still move that kind of same blocky feel to it where they're calm and happy one second and then aggravated and inflamed (laughs) the next it's it still does that, and it's odd, because there is one thing they fully animated in this game that was not originally animated like this, but is now has so much more detail, and it is characters' boobs. Yeah, that's actually what I was going to ask. <laughs> yes, it's the... Bo- yeah. That, that would have been... Exactly. That would have been my complete answer. <laughs> it, yeah, it... That's the only thing that has fluidity to it. Everything else is like just grab a new image like you used to do for the Frank Wrong videos, right? Frank yeah. Wrong videos? That was it, uh, right? Yeah. No, no, Frank Wright. No? Frank Wright, attorney at law? Yeah, because the, the Newgrounds it. ones were Phoenix Wrong. Yeah, that's mm, right. Okay, yeah. yeah. Those are good videos, and too. <laughs> so, so technically, you can still get away with most of it except for boobs bouncing because that's what's changed. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> and it's it's so odd in that how, the first time I noticed I was like wait really it's very really Japanese. guys <laughs> this is what you okay okay great was, I can't wait for Mia to take in, take the body of the ten year old girl so she's wearing no clothing and it just boobs bouncing everywhere yeah it's, that's gonna be the whole fucking third game isn't it probably Boop city. Yeah. it's that's a very japanese anime thing <laughs> yep i was watching um 
Cowboy Bebop, like, I don't know, probably about a year oh, ago now. Oh, Valentine, yeah. Yeah, but, and, and it was just, like, I was just watching it. Like, I was like, oh, shit, look, Cowboy Bebop. Cool, I can watch that. It was on, like, Hulu or something. Yeah. I don't know. So I was watching it, and just, I don't, I don't even, it doesn't even matter, matter the episode or the context or whatever, but, like, yeah, it was just something with Faye, and my, my girlfriend just happened to walk in the room at one, that one point, and she goes, fucking anime, and just, like, turns around and walks away, and I was like, yeah, but that's not... <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I- exactly. <laughs> I was like, that's not this kind of anime, but okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's not that kind of anime at all. <laughs> but at least she kind of, like, sort of gets it, where it's just like... Well, anime's kind of weird. They do this kind of shit. She's not just like, what are you watching? What yeah. is this? <laughs> she was just like, She just whatever. so happened just to walk away. in. Like, if she had walked in during a spike fight, that would have been completely different. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, that series is great, but yeah, there's a lot of Faye so good. just bouncing around without a bra. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Which, actually, speaking of, not to get mm-hmm. off that topic and onto Cowboy Bebop, but did you see that they cast the live-action uh, Netflix? Yeah. Uh, John Cho. With good old uh, John yep. Cho. Good old John Cho. Yep. Hmm. It's going to be interesting. I don't know how good that's going to turn no. out. Hopefully it's nothing like their uh, Death Note adaptation because that was That's exactly good. what I said. I was like, <laughs> I was, I was like, you know, they don't have a good record of live action adaptations. Like, at all. Nobody does. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> There's like very yeah. few good examples. And... Uh-huh. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're going to have to wait and see and find out because, yeah, this is a thing. Yeah. I mean, I'll keep an open mind and I'll watch it when it comes out like I did with Death Note. But even going into Death Note, I wasn't expecting anything. The only thing I was expecting was that Willem Dafoe would make a good Ryuk. And, yeah, I was happy. I was satisfied with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just got that fucking voice. Yeah. <laughs> That green goblin voice. I'm coming to get you. And I was like, yeah, this is great. I'll watch that. (laughs) He is coming to get you. He is. He's coming to get somebody or about something. Spider-Man, usually. Mm. (laughs) Pictures of (laughs) Spider-Man. No, that's different. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Spider-Man, I actually... Oh, never mind. I actually finished the ultimate mode for Spider-Man. I, nice. I did it. I got my two trophies that I needed to actually complete the main story before the DLC. I still have the DLC to finish, <laughs> but I have now completed the ultimate difficulty. So nice. I got I got those two trophies they added after launch, those bastards. Don't you hate when that happens? Dude, I still ha- I'm only at 74%. I've got the platinum trophy already. I've already completed the game <laughs> to 100% everything. And I already have the platinum, and it's like, oh, you're still only 74. I'm like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I know how that goes, but we don't have the platinum trophy on the Xbox. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can get all the achievements, be at a thousand of a thousand. They're like, DLC, what are you talking about? You got a thousand out of a thousand. I'm like, god damn it. (laughs) Yeah, and that's what Spider-Man did to me. And this this is the problem with the DLC. In in Spider-Man... That, you know, actually, I when I went back into the Ultimate Edition, they made it harder than it was the last time I played it. So I really should have done oh. this a while ago, but I didn't. Yeah. So it's now <laughs> harder. So, like, bullets hit you harder and you die a lot quicker. I still somehow managed to pass Ultimate Mode. Like, I, there was oh, enough sure. to work with. Here is the problem. In the DLC, they started adding in new enemies. And I'm... 
like an idiot, still playing on ultimate mode. I don't need to do this anymore. I should <laughs> honestly go back to my my easy save or normal Absolutely. save file and play it through there. Because I don't think there's an easy mode. I think it's just normal mode. Whatever. I don't remember. Yeah. But Well, you'll feel like a god either way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because the enemies they added into the DLC are fucking ridiculous. First off, when you're playing on ultimate difficulties, any of the big bruiser enemies, you can no longer web up just because you're on ultimate difficulty, which is a problem in, huh. in the regular game because now you have to you have to dodge them or like throw them off course by throwing something at them and then hit them. Like you, it, it takes a little bit more skill. But in the first DLC for the Black Cat, they added in a new enemy, which was the big guy that you can't web up, and they gave him a fucking Gatling gun. Like a giant oh, ass sake. mini gun. And you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? And I found a way to get rid of him in that version of the DLC. And that was fine. But then I went on to the second part of the DLC where they add another new enemy type. These are random mobsters. They should be easy to fight. But for some oh. reason, these mobsters have sable weaponry. And somehow... For reasons unexplained through the story, they have a fucking holographic shield that doesn't work <laughs> like the regular shields. It's it's the super-powered shield. Like, I have a specific stat in the main game that lets me wrecking ball through enemies that have shields or be able to do things against guys with shields. But in the DLC, that no longer works for some reason because these shields work differently. Of course. And these holographic shields didn't exist. Sable agents have never used them. If a guy shows up with a shield in the main game, it's a regular ass shield. This equipment came out of nowhere and is unexplained. And then they gave him a jetpack. <laughs> it's a shield guy with a jetpack and the shield doesn't even work properly. And then they still have the big guys with the Gatling guns and a ton of fucking assholes with rocket launchers. It is, it is the hell on earth that Spider-Man is going through to beat this DLC. So I'm, I'm almost at my cracking point where I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to easy mode to just get these trophies and I give up. But this is like uncalled for amounts of difficulty here. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't get it. I, I don't either. It, it feels like I understand why people have problems with the DLC it's in comparison to the rest of the game. It's not that great. It adds mm. in some new features, but those new features don't make sense. That's unfortunate. I will say though, I am happy that they keep adding suits every now and again. Cause one of like mm. this new black, white and black suit, it looks really good. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like kind of, it looks like an anti-venom suit, but without being anti-venom, it's still just Spider-Man's version of anti-venom. And it looks really cool. <laughs> nice. And you also have yeah. you have uh, paper bag Fantastic Four Spider Man. <laughs> I did see that. You're one. saying things that just it's a fan Wait, What's an anti venom? Anti venom. Okay, comic book lore. Let's go back. Anti. Look what oh, you've no. done. Oh no! Oh no! Eddie Brock was the first guy <laughs> to have to have the venom symbiote. Eventually, he gets rid of it, and eventually, Mac Gargan gets it. You might know him as the Scorpion. I don't. <laughs> okay anyway so the scorpion gets the venom suit and that's a whole thing but one day he runs into eddie brock while he's doing venom things and the symbiote tries to attach to eddie brock and eddie brock goes i don't fucking want this 
again. I got rid of this. My life is clean now. I don't fucking want anything to do with this. And the symbiote splits, as it does. That's how you get Carnage and other characters. The symbiote just creates children. Asexual reproduction. But... So then comes Anti-Venom. He's the exact opposite color as Venom. He's white and black instead of black and white. And that's pretty much it so far. He mostly exists to fight Venom. I think there's more to it, but I didn't continue reading. Eventually I fell off comics, so I don't know anything else. But it was a really cool design, the Anti-Venom. And uh, what was your other question? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was it. I, I don't... don't. Don't continue what you're doing. <laughs> wow. 100, 275 podcasts. Vinny has finally gotten to the point of Polo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, that's funny, too, Vinny. That's funny shit. <laughs> there's, just, there's just some some dark comic holes that I don't want to go down. You asked the question. <laughs> you did. If, if you just start... Like, I just remember, like, reading Wikipedia articles on, like, some Marvel lore, and it just, it gets, it gets so silly. No, that, that's, that's where you go, and you just, you're up until five in the morning going, why the fuck am I trying to learn about Doctor Doom's robot daughter who lives on the moon? Like, that's not an actual thing, I'm just... (laughs) Oh, good. I mean, it could be. It honestly could be. It very well could be. It very well could be. You, I, you never fucking know when it comes to Marvel anymore. It's been, what, 60, 70 years of Marvel comics? There's been a lot of weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, some of the weird shit's some of the best shit, so whatever. <laughs> Speaking of Marvel. Mm-hmm. There you go. I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> I started re-watching some of, the, some of the Marvel movies in preparation for anything. I did, too. I am currently well i was supposed to watch thor dark world last night and decided not to so let's put it that way it's <laughs> a good it's a good choice i didn't skip it i just was like i i'm gonna take a break right here i just came off of <laughs> iron man 3 and man iron man 3 does not age well <laughs> really? oh it's it iron man theories a very weird movie because it's the first movie right after avengers so Me, at that time, I was still like, we just had Avengers. Like, this shit's still crazy. I don't care what they do at this point. And what they did was make a terrible movie that I did not notice because of Avengers. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many plot holes and different weird things. And even, like, um, Gavin on the Rooster Teeth podcast brought this up, and it's a very valid point. When the president is dangling at the end of the scene in the Iron Patriot suit, and they're planning to kill him... They leave him in a fully armorized fucking war machine suit. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I still don't understand why they did like, that. Like, <laughs> he even shoots the fucking one to get him off from that. He, The president of the United States could have been fighting this fight, but was too much of a pansy to do anything. <laughs> I mean, that's about how it would go in the real world anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. But <laughs> it, it was still like... It's just very confusing. And the fact that anyone can wear any of the armors feels really weird to me, especially by the point of Iron Man 3. Because in the first Iron Man movie, you see the reporter getting out of bed and trying to touch one of the the knobs on the wall, and it stops her from touching it, saying, you do not have access. So Tony put (laughs) this into his house so that nobody could control the temperature. But... 
but they he lets anybody, including the president of the United States, wear one of these suits? The fuck? Is I'd wrong say with you? that the Iron Patriot suit might be a bit of a stretch because he didn't really. That's not you know his. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, yeah. They did some tinkering with that, so that 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 safety feature might not be built in, and yeah. and I could see Pepper being able to wear it because yeah, it's Pepper, obviously. And even when Brody gets it originally, it's like, well, it makes sense. Yeah, he I like he wanted to show him, like he was he wanted him to be a part of that, and Brody originally in like the first movie was like, nah, I don't want to see this. Nope, 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 because. Terrence Howard sucks. Yeah. And then Don Cheadle comes along and he's like, I'm taking this. I'm going to kick your ass and I'm going to take it. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, good old Don Cheadle. What would we have done without you? He's great. Yeah. I know. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I don't, so, like, the Iron Patriot suit, the, the tinkering that they did, that might be uh, a bit of a, a thing there. But yeah. Again, who, who the fuck knows? Yeah, you know, I'm just yeah. trying to yeah. – I'm trying to project – Something. Some logic into that, and it could just be a Suspension complete oversight. <laughs> yeah, but there, there, there's other plot holes thrown out throughout the movie, which gives it, like, I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm like, man, this is just really not a good movie, and I'm kind of saddened that we left Iron Man on this. But at the same time, this movie has my favorite MCU joke in it. It's when Tony's shooting up the place and he's got the gun pointed on the guy. The guy just drops the gun and goes, these guys are super weird. I hate working here. (laughs) And he just walks away. (laughs) And that is my favorite joke in the entire... Ragnarok was hilarious, but that was my favorite joke. (laughs) It was very good. It was very meta. It it was... I feel like the entire movie was written for that joke alone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you also have to... You also have to think that they completely, like rewrote a lot of um a lot of that movie like with the main villain and shit like that like yeah real close to before it was being shot because the dude who was the villain wasn't supposed to be the villain it was supposed to be that chick the uh the science chick oh really and then yeah she was supposed to be the main villain of that movie and then marvel goes i don't know that people are gonna really like a a female villain too much so we're just gonna change it to this guy which, you know, what? big mistake. Because that didn't <laughs> work serious. in Thor Ragnarok at all. <laughs> right. Well, you know, eventually with time you come to your senses. Yeah. So, <laughs> But, yeah, that she was supposed to be the main villain. Because, like, she had, like, this huge presence to just, you know, get yeah, killed Yeah, they did the kind of side code her at the end there. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. So, there, yeah. There's a lot so of if you, Yeah, if you look it up. Mm-hmm. If you look it up, she was supposed to be the main villain. And Marvel's like, eh, mm. I don't know, because girls... <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, no wonder it took so long to get a Captain Marvel movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, also that. (laughs) Did you see the thing about, um, and we never, I don't even think we ever got to Schmitty's point, did we? But, (laughs) (laughs) um, did you see the thing that just came out, like, within the past few days that, um, uh, Brie Larson played Captain Marvel in Endgame before actually doing the Captain Marvel movie, so... Like, cause really? yeah, cause well, people they were watching cause, the two at the same time. Yeah, yeah. There, there was like a, a little Endgame clip that came out. It was debuted on Good Morning America recently. I want to say like Monday, something like something like that. She's wearing like, m- like kind of like more makeup, I guess, than she was actually wearing throughout all of Captain Marvel. Mm. And like her hair was a bit different or whatever. And people are like, well, how come she's wearing makeup now? And I'm like. 
And I'm like, well, that's a strange thing to ask why you're actually going to wear makeup in 30 years. Like, what the fuck? But all right, I'll let that, I'll let that slide. Because yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess you know, with, with the end of Captain Marvel, she's not really like a, I would say, like a girly girl. She's like, I'm going to kick your ass and I'm going to go save these people and fuck off, whatever. Mm. She's not concerned about that kind of shit. So I guess that's where it's coming from. And so the directors are like, listen, what we do with the, the people is we let them figure out, like, the the choices they want to make in like that like with scarlett johansson and like her hair and all that shit because you know it changes in every movie every movie they're like yeah they're like that's her she's doing that because we like when she's in our movies we give her the the free reign to do that kind of thing so because she never played she didn't play captain marvel through the whole movie first she did it in endgame and then goes to be it in captain marvel they're like eh, she was still kind of feeling out the character so she made this choice and then became more comfortable in it. So that's why it's different. And I'm like, also, it's 30 years later. Like, who gives a shit? Knock also, it off. <laughs> it kind of it kind of yeah. works, though. I mean, if you take the premise yeah. of Captain Marvel, she was in in the end of the 80s and she she lived an Earth life, but then was forgot everything and went to another planet where they right. might not have had those things or they might not have focused yeah. as much on beauty as earth does because quite frankly a little ridiculous here but Uh (laughs) so so that might just not have been a thing in that society they might not or they just you know did full body reconstruction instead of just wearing makeup because that's a thing they could probably (laughs) do in that society you see that place it Mm. looked like cyberpunk 2077 (laughs) yeah it looks pretty awesome yeah but i just i thought it was a weird thing for like a lot of people to grasp onto i was like what like Really? This is what you're concerned about? Yeah. I think I think the anticipation for this movie has just got everybody going fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's true. I think that's the problem. That that is also <laughs> true. The this I mean this is a big fucking movie. It was last year too. Oh, I know. But this year it's it's like this is the fucking end. God, oh, I must I have said so that so many times in the last few weeks on this podcast, but it is. Yeah. Well, Ryan and I were talking about it, and apparently, like, the pre-sale tickets are, like, upwards of 900 million, or at least they were on Monday, which is fucking insane, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And second of all, I was like, and, I mean, that's only for, like, America. That's not even, like, worldwide global shit. Yeah. And Ryan goes, Ryan goes, I bet you this thing's gonna take down Avatar. I was like, if it's already starting at a billion dollars for the first day, yeah, I'm pretty sure it will. Yeah, it's probably (laughs) gonna Would be... Which would be damn deserved because, I mean, the journey to get to this fucking point to begin with. But, yeah, it's just, it's such a huge movie. For it to, and we're, we're so close. <laughs> for it to do worse, it would have to come out and that first night, everyone collectively would have to say this movie is shit. So that nobody yeah. goes <laughs> to see the movie se- uh, Saturday or Sunday. So they don't have a good weekend. Because otherwise, the only way to stop it is to fire off a giant EMP that turns off all <laughs> the power on the planet. <laughs> what if it? Not even just America. Like you need to shut what? down the Chinese market too, because it's gonna oh, yeah. it's gonna boom there too. Like it's gonna oh, be. Yeah. Well, like, what if it? What if it comes out and it is actually terrible, and they just made a terrible movie? <laughs> Think about it. I mean, what if? I don't see it happening, but what yeah, if? Yeah, what if? Marvel, Marvel is famous for their what if stories. <laughs> this is true. 
<laughs> what if an Endgame bombed? <laughs> I was actually just explaining it. Uh, what if story today talking about the Iron Patriot suit and uh, where I know I first saw it. Don't know if it's canonically the first appearance, but it was a what if story if Tony died and he gave the Iron Patriot suit to Cap because that's what oh. Captain America needs a fucking iron suit. <laughs> it was ridiculous because he really. I mean, it wouldn't hurt if he had one. I think it would slow him down, honestly. Probably. Like, with Tony, yeah, it really speeds him up, and he's very quick with it, but he's also telling the computer to do a lot of things. Whereas Captain America, he's not going to be like, increase the thrusters 300%. <laughs> like, he's not going <laughs> to know to do that. He's just going to be slowed down by it. Rob actually pointed out what he really needs is just flight, but I argue that he doesn't because every time he falls off of something, he lands on a plane. <laughs> and that's including the comics one of my favorite scenes and i know i i think i'm pretty sure i brought this up on the podcast before and it's the one thing i really wish was in captain america civil war was captain america jumping off a shield helicarrier falling down and then landing on a jet <laughs> like mid-air he catches a fucking jet and puts his shield through the window and then mm. proceeds to tell the pilot to land on a high school baseball field and then he got him hot dogs or something he got him <laughs> he bought him lunch he's like hey man sorry about that i just need to get away <laughs> all right because your bosses are trying to kill me <laughs> yeah comic books are weird yeah. <laughs> yes they are <laughs> they're cool though man like it's still one of those things that, like, even now, we're about to lose Captain America. If you have him fall out of something onto a jet, I'm going to be happy. Like, that, that movie is an instant win for you me. You want that moment. You want that him falling out onto a jet I've moment. been picturing this scene in my mind of Chris Evans falling out of it, of it and landing on the jet ever since they told me Chris Evans was going to be Captain America. Like, that has been in my mind, and that is the one thing Marvel has not given me. And, uh... In Winter Soldier, he jumps from a motorcycle onto a VTOL. That's pretty. Close. It was pretty impressive. Do not get me wrong, but it's still yeah. it's still not the same as catching a jet midair. <laughs> yeah, that is no control. He did not see the jet when he jumped. <laughs> he just jumped out of a window, <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Schmitty, what was your point? Since we uh... yeah oh oh so so I started <laughs> Got away so I started rewatching the uh, the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. I'm so I'm not rewatching all the Marvel movies. I'm just hitting the hitting the high points. So that means starting with the Avengers, uh -huh. skipping skipping all like all of Phase One and starting with the Avengers. And then the next one I watched was was Winter Soldier. I always like really enjoyed the Avengers, but watching it in that context when the next movie you watch is uh, Winter Soldier, there is this jump in quality that makes that makes you feel like, man, the the Avengers feels like a very like two thousand era like uh, comic book movie. Like it feels a little bit more cheesy. It feels a little more corny than like Winter Soldier. Well, that's um, very 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 the point. <laughs> the Captain yeah, yeah, the Captain yeah. America movies have always been more serious than everything else. And even though they get a few, the occasional joke here and there, it's always like we've got world-ending Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually recently saw it was in an old Tumblr post of like 
like a side by side where they had um captain america in the in the avengers movie and i don't even remember what he said but he like completely like censored himself where he was like oh shoot like just some like kind of bullshit nonsense and then like it was another um like and then there was another picture from one of his later movies where he was like i'm gonna go kill those assholes or some shit just you know Mm-hmm. not not the actual lines i can't remember the lines it doesn't yeah. matter but but there was like this complete jump and like the person in the comments was like joss whedon needs to realize that steve rogers is like a guy from brooklyn in the 1920s he's not gonna talk like that like what the fuck <laughs> they're like he's gonna be this guy <laughs> and like and that's how he is throughout like the rest of the other movies except for the one time where he said language in the beginning of oh yeah was it, age of ultron yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was the best but yeah. like <laughs> but like he has his moments but in, in that first avengers movie he was just like Oh darn! La la la! <laughs> like he was just some <laughs> kind of like star-spangled idiot, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> well, I think it's more he's starting to fit into this world, which isn't great because when we first see him, he's this ideologic, you know, superhuman who can take down anything. So in his world, everything is very black and white, and our reality now is very much not that. <laughs> especially well, yeah. leading up to civil war. So it's more like our society now is having an effect on him. And so I kind of, I like a little bit of that change. If he just said, fuck you, Thanos, I think I would lose my shit. I think that would be the <laughs> best. Line. I might start crying from just joy. Just because I feel like that's like the best over encumbered. Just like here was this guy who told Tony Stark to watch his language. And now He's the guy who telling Thanos to go fuck himself. Like, I think that's it would be the ultimate change because that that would definitely happen. If you brought somebody from from World War II into now, they're not going to be the happy go lucky guy they were during World War II. <laughs> How could you possibly be happy go lucky during World War II? <laughs> like I don't know. That's dumb dumb that Duncan. <laughs> it was like that guy was happy real atrocious <laughs> i don't know i love the the guys i one of my biggest regrets not my regrets not my regret one of my one of the things that i was like man it kind of sucks was that first captain america movie that crew they had to go fight hydra was great and i wanted more of them that's what I think. The Howling Agents, Commandos. Yeah, that's what Agents of yeah. Shield should have been. It should have been yeah, mostly absolutely. the Howling Commandos because those guys yeah. were great. <laughs> they sure were. I, they were really cool. I can also say the was... same thing for Thor's crew, his Asgardian crew of friends. They oh, were fun yeah. too. Yeah. Well, they fucking killed oh. the three guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, canonically, Lady Sif is still somewhere. Well, maybe not with the snap you know yeah but she wasn't actually murdered but the the other three were <laughs> yeah exactly yeah they were cool and and i also thought going back to the helen commandos it was a nice touch that they had the asian guy i don't remember his name because it's been forever since i've seen captain america but the asian guy played peter parker's teacher yes. in uh spider-man yep. and in the background it had the picture of um the howling commandos and i was like that's fucking cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like the howling commandos with like captain america then here's peter parker like i, I punch captain america in the face so <laughs> suck on that <laughs> yeah yeah he did which is still that's one of my favorite like 
not crazy fights, but one of my favorite fights is when Captain America is fighting Spider-Man. Because you yeah. see them just, like, actually having a decent moment where Cap Cap knows, like, this is a kid. I'm obviously not going to kill him. I <laughs> But I, I am going to ask, like, clearly Tony hired him for this, and I'm not at all mad at this kid. And I love that. Like, Cap just yeah. came out of that moment of this is a fight against other superheroes to yeah you know what let me talk to this kid you know he might be he might be cool in the future <laughs> he's like i just kind of have to incapacitate him yeah. so he doesn't get really hurt <laughs> exactly because uh i don't know if any of the other guys are actually gonna kill him <laughs> dude might get an arrow in the head I don't know. <laughs> yeah arrow to the head <laughs> well not anymore we got Ronan now, not Hawkeye. What? Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, that leads me into a whole hope that they're actually going to make a new Hawkeye following... Crap, I forgot her name. There's another Hawkeye in the Marvel Comics universe that's a female yeah. Hawkeye. Um, yeah, they actually... Um, young Avenger? I think, I think in one of the trailers they yeah. show him, like showing his daughter how to shoot a bow so they were like oh they might just be kind of merging those two characters together for i'd be down the for movie it. purposes but i mean you you don't know they she probably disappeared so yeah no probably <laughs> he probably lost at least a member of his family that's why he's ronin now. i would say yeah i would say most yeah. if not all yeah but yeah <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean anything we know spider-man's coming back so i i figure most of the universe is fine except for tony and cap <laughs> oh yeah i just i'm like unfortunately and then oh and then i don't know if you read this but apparently um the russo brothers were doing some fucking q a somewhere after that footage mm -hmm. uh, that we were talking about last week came out with like cap and uh iron man like yeah do you trust me i do and blah blah, blah. and they're all like getting back together and whatever and one of the directors was like yeah that's not actually in the movie i was like i will fucking riot <laughs> if you that's did amazing that. <laughs> i was like why would you film all this shit and not put it in the movie and they're like because we just want to fuck with you guys and like literally go fuck yourself I'm like what the fuck maybe that scene <laughs> happens in space <laughs> yeah. but i'm like i'm like they're literally just like well we're also gonna form uh we're also gonna film half another movie just to put shit in trailers so that people won't know what's gonna happen i'm like i mean do you, what do the you fuck? think they have enough do you think they have enough footage to like build an entire different movie probably with the extras <laughs> oh, i'd I love think, to see that i think they have enough footage to make a completely different movie and and this whole thing in a completely different way if they wanted yeah <laughs> I mean, just because they're going to be assholes like that. When you get that kind of movie deal where you do two in a row back to back, so it almost is like the same movie, which there's not many examples of that because most movies at least will take a break. And but this mm. was one to the next. You get a lot of time to just make some other shit up. Like, yeah, I mean, the, the one I know the most about is Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions. They happen back to back. And while shooting that, they also made a whole series of footage for a video game, Enter the Matrix, <laughs> and made an mm -hmm. animated Matrix. Like, <laughs> well, that happened in between one and two, but, and so did Enter the Matrix, but like, that was while they were filming the Ma Reloaded and Revolution, so it all played well into each other. So, 
really, they had those guys for for two movies worth of stuff, so that could have gone on forever, and they could have gotten a ton of footage. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would love if it's they just... made a whole movie where they did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they're just hanging out in the Avengers headquarters that, playing video games that'd be great if like on the blu-ray uh, copy eventually comes out and it's like the three different versions of Endgame <laughs> yeah it's like director's version number one two and three it's like you get the main version of course and then three other alternatives one where just everybody yeah. dies and everything sucks one where they bring everybody <laughs> back and everybody survives and another one where it's all happy fun time the whole goddamn movie (laughs) (laughs) and one where that that popular fan theory where ant-man goes up thanos's ass and just expands to kill him one where that happens yeah (laughs) Yeah. you don't need to you don't need to rate that thing man that's not in the movie no that'll be a short film remember how they used to do those little short films in all the (laughs) in all the marvel movies it'll be like the mandarin one (laughs) yeah yeah like that one yeah a a premise that they never once brought back again (laughs) nope (laughs) <laughs> There's so many things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, probably because it's gone on for so long, that just yeah. are never addressed again. And that's mm-hmm. the one of the things that sucks, because you have so much that's built into it that really expands this universe, like the Netflix Marvel movies, or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or... Yeah. Um, or uh agent carter (laughs) like Mm. there's so much else into this lore that's just gotten thrown away or canceled like agent carter (laughs) (laughs) or agents of shield or the Uh, netflix man (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i never much cared for agents of shield yeah no neither did i i tried i really tried i just couldn't i gave it a couple episodes and that was it yeah agent carter was pretty good literally one episode yeah agent carter was pretty good Obviously, the Marvel Netflix ones they had they had their highs and lows. <laughs> yep, that they did. Which is disappointing because they going into these next seasons that were supposed to come out for like Iron Fist and Luke Cage, they seem kind of promising, and then they're like mm, canceled. I'm like, well, great. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to sh- sit through a shitty season of Iron Fist, a mediocre season of Iron Fist, and when you finally give me something that seems interesting, you're gonna go. Well, we canceled it. Yep. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking act. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any uh, final thoughts? Because it's about time to wrap up. Uh, can we can oh, we enact we, we gotta... a, an Avengers embargo for next week so we don't go off? <laughs> you can try. <laughs> you might be the one to break the embargo. You're though. not wrong. <laughs> I still have a lot of Marvel movies to finish. <laughs> before we close out the podcast Uh-oh. we do have to mention something that uh that broke right after we record our last podcast and it would be really unfortunate if we didn't talk about it guys the joker trailer nope good night everybody <laughs> <laughs> it looked like shit that's about all I'm gonna say. <laughs> that's all we gotta say i've talked at length yeah. about how i'm not cool with a joker movie without batman at length. <laughs> <laughs> it looks very fucking weird. Walking Phoenix I, can go walk yeah. the fuck off out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I it don't looks much like an art film. It. It's very strange. It is very strange. The Joker should never have a backstory. I 100% believe that to make the Joker more interesting, he should never have a backstory. 
you should he's never more, terrifying never have way. a consistent backstory. No. He's more terrifying if you don't know what the fuck's going on. Because then on. he can always change it. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's just like in The Dark Knight, where uh, just with the scars, where yeah. you just made up some bullshit every other time. And you're like, well, what the fuck? What, who are you? What happened? <laughs> you don't know any of it. And I don't think exactly. you should ever give him a backstory. And now you're giving nah. moviegoers a backstory, you fucking dumbasses. <laughs> Never. Oh, stupid. It's just stupid. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Nope. I don't even. Th- I don't even think that's one of those ones I'll watch on HBO. It just does not interest me in the slightest. I'm treating that movie weird. like I'm treating the Power Rangers movie from a few years ago, and I'm just gonna hard pass it and pretend it doesn't exist. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I refuse to watch that movie, and I refuse to watch this one. That's my mm-hmm. thoughts. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, then. (laughs) Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Maybe with Avengers Talk, maybe not. (laughs) We'll see what happens. (laughs) Go fuck yourself, Walking Phoenix. (laughs) Yeah, take that.